Hey loves, welcome back to Dose of Farm Life Podcast, a health and lifestyle related podcast for everyone to learn, share, connect, and have fun. I'm your host, Esinam. And now to today's episode. For today's episode, since it's OM, it happens to be the first Tuesday of a new month. And as I started a few months back, I think it's just been two months now. Yes, that on the first um, Tuesday of each new month, I'll be doing mid-pastors or health misconceptions. So that's what I'll be talking about for this particular episode. Now, today's health misconceptions or myth-busters will focus on a condition which many of us are familiar with, have come to know, is so popular and has created some sort of or has some sort of stigmatization surrounding it and that condition is HIV, so HIV, HIV AIDS. Yes. So today I'll be talking about some misconceptions associated with HIV or certain myths associated with the condition. So let's just start. So to the first myth, HIV always leads to AIDS. HIV always leads to AIDS. So for for us to understand this, I'll have to talk a, a bit about what HIV is and also what AIDS is. So HIV is simply an acronym which stands for Human Immunodeficiency Virus. So HIV is a virus that causes damage to the cells of our immune system. So the immune system is a body system whose function is to help our body fight off diseases and infections. So when this virus damages the cells of the immune system, it weakens the body's ability to fight against diseases and infections so that is what hiv is about now aids is also an acronym stands for acquired immune deficiency syndrome so aids simply means what the acronym stands for acquired immune deficiency syndrome so let's look at what a syndrome is so a syndrome refers to a group of symptoms which consistently occur together or it can be said to to be a condition characterized by a set of associated symptoms so it's not just um let's say one condition it's characterized by a lot of symptoms so a lot of things a lot of symptoms together is classified as a syndrome so AIDS is an acquired immune deficiency syndrome so when your immune system gets deficient you acquire this syndrome i hope it, it gets um, I hope it's clear so yeah so examples of other syndromes you have down syndrome there's PCOS which I have discussed in one of the earlier podcast episodes as polycystic ovarian syndrome you also notice that it has the word syndrome in its name and there are many other syndromes yeah. so now what you need to know is that not everyone who has HIV will get AIDS so let's say AIDS is an advanced form of HIV so of course hiv can advance to aids after some time that is if you do not get treatment but when you get treatment for hiv 
you may not necessarily get to um, the stage where you would have AIDS. So both are related, but they are not the same. Um, HIV does not always lead to AIDS. Someone may have HIV for a very long time, which may not even develop to AIDS. So early diagnosis and treatment avert AIDS. So, so HIV does not always lead to AIDS. Now to the second myth buster or misconception is that HIV positive people can't safely have children. Well, they can. Um, being diagnosed of HIV does not mean you can't have children. But what you should know is that you can pass the virus to your baby. It's possible to transmit the, to the baby during pregnancy and even in childbirth and breastfeeding. Yes. So, but this issue can be resolved or rather the risk of transmission can be lowered probably to zero, mainly through um, therapy which is known as antiretroviral therapy. So you are giving drugs against this virus and yes, so in this case you can lower the risk of transmission to the unborn child or to the baby. So this is one of the reasons why it's important for pregnant women to go for antenatal care where they are taken through and they are educated about the condition HIV and are also tested because as I said earlier early diagnosis and treatment um, avert a lot of things so when you are tested for HIV and you are found out to be positive a lot can be done to protect you and your unborn child so when a pregnant woman has HIV she is she's supposed to take um, antiretroviral therapy and the baby after and after the baby is born the baby is also put on antiretroviral therapy which is taken daily and since the HIV can be transmitted through breast milk the mother wouldn't be allowed to breastfeed her baby so things can be put in place to ensure that the risk of transmission is lowered to the barest minimum so HIV positive people can safely have children. Now onto the third HIV myth, which is HIV can spread via infected water or food. Now there's this notion that people have that the virus can be spread through food or water. Now this virus does not survive long outside the human body and even on surfaces. So things, mosquito and other insect bites, um, sweat, tears, saliva, so sweat, tears, saliva, which is not mixed with blood of an infected person, and hugging someone who is infected, handshakes or sharing plates with an HIV positive person does not mean that you also get HIV. Rather, HIV is spread through direct contact with certain body fluids from an HIV infected person. So these body fluids include blood, breast milk, vaginal fluids, semen. So it is through these things that the virus can spread and not necessarily casual contact and um, through um, water. Yes, so this stigmatization should stop or discriminating against those with HIV should stop. Most of the time, a lot of people stigmatize against HIV infected people because they feel that it is by they being sexually promiscuous, that's why they have gotten infected. But you should also take note that 
it's not it's not always the case where um, someone gets HIV through sexual intercourse. So sharing sharp objects, sharing needles, um, syringes with an infected person can also um, transmit the virus. So it's not always the case that through sexual intercourse that people get HIV. So no discrimination, no stigmatization against HIV infected people. Now to the fourth HIV myth which is if a couple has HIV, they do not need to protect themselves. Now, this is a no, 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 a no, no, no. If a couple has HIV, they do need to protect themselves. So this can work in two ways. Either both partners have the virus, in this case, they are referred to as seroconcordant, or one person is positive and the other is negative. In this case, we refer to them as um, serodiscordant. Now, with both groups, so let me talk about a case where one partner is HIV positive and the other one is negative. In this case, you would have to be on antiretroviral therapy. The person who has HIV is put on antiretroviral therapy and you make sure that both of you use a condom during sexual intercourse to prevent transmission and you are taking the ART to ensure that your viral load is kept low. Now viral load simply refers to the number of HIV particles in a milliliter of blood. Now what viral load um, does or the essence of viral load is to check a person's progress or therapy. So if someone has a high viral load, it means that the person's condition is uncontrolled or untreated. But if you have a low viral load, um, it means that your condition is being treated and your risk of transmission is also low. So to ensure that you maintain a low viral load, you'd have to be placed on antiretroviral therapy so that you um, attain a very low viral load or undetectable viral load. In this case, the risk of transmission would be very, very low. But the use of condoms is also advised because this would offer some protection from other STIs, which can even make HIV worse. So you still do need to protect yourselves if one of you has HIV. So that is also a myth that if a couple has HIV, they do not need to protect themselves. You need to protect yourself so that you maintain a low viral load to prevent other opportunistic infections and to prevent um, other STIs which can make your condition worse. So I guess that's it for today's episode. I hope you've learned something new from these four myths I shared. If you have any questions, suggestions, comments, please do send them to doseoffarmlife at gmail.com and do remember that doseoffarmlife is on Instagram. So you can send a DM, make sure to like, share, comment on posts that I share. And next week, I'll be looking at HIV AIDS into detail. So if you have any questions or suggestions for me, please do send them to the email or send a DM via Instagram. And I don't, I don't think I wished you a happy new month. So here goes a happy new month to every single one of you. Um, I pray that your November is blessed and the rest of your year is blessed. Do enjoy the rest of your day. If you enjoyed this episode, 
please rate, review, and subscribe. Connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, WhatsApp, and email. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, stay blessed. Bye.